I loved 80s pop music when I was a kid. It's kind of like the soundtrack of my life when I was in high school. And toward the late 80s, there was this song that came out and it was so catchy, you just could not not sing it. I'll, I'll, I'll sing it here in a minute or say it in a minute because you'll probably know what it is. But this song, when you first heard it, depending on the day you were having, you either thought it was great or you were annoyed by it. But either way, it became a huge hit. Let's see if you can kind of remember this song. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry, be happy. In every life, we have some trouble, but when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry, be happy. Now, I'm not gonna embarrass myself and start whistling the little melody, but I bet it's already starting to happen in your brain. You're welcome. But I love that line, when you worry, you make it double. I think it's, it's really a profound song. I mean, it's kind of simple, but I think it's a, it's a timely word for us, even now as we're going through this COVID-19 craziness. Many of us worry too much. We really do. We worry about things that we have no control over. And sometimes worry and anxiety can get, can get the best of us. It can really start to hurt us. And in many of us right now are kind of having some anxiety about what's ahead, anxiety about the future. And, you know, when we're younger, we have those anxieties, right, about, well, where we're going to go to school and, and, and what college, what career we're going to have, who we're going to marry. And even as we get older, some of those worries and anxieties change. We, we wonder about our, our, our retirement. Um, we wonder about our health or even about our legacy. So we have all these worries and they can get, they can get the best of us. Well, my name is Pastor Ben, and we've been in this series uh, anxious for nothing. It comes from a book that I, that I read last year. It's just kind of timely and amazing. It's got to be God's providence that we determined a year ago that this would be the sermon series that would happen right now. How timely to hear God's word and his opinion about anxiety and how we can deal with it in a healthy way. And we've already learned some great things in this series. We've covered a lot of great things, including some great advice from early church leaders like Peter, and Paul. In fact, the key verse for this series comes from one of Peter's writings. In 1 Peter chapter 5, starting with verse 7, we get this amazing phrase that I think we ought to memorize. And maybe by now you've already memorized this. 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. One more time, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. That's been our theme verse. And in this series, we've, we've been able to take a couple of different camera angles on the idea of anxiety. But specifically today, we're going to look at the future and how that we can handle our, our, our anxiety about what's ahead in a healthy way. So today's message is simply titled, Putting Anxiety in the Past for a Bright Future. So would you pray with me? Our Father, we come before you. We thank you for the chance to meet, even though we're meeting in this online capacity. And Lord, I pray uh, to thank you for those who are, are listening in for the first time and also those who have been with Dallas Church for a while. We're so excited that everyone's here and we actually get to have this as our rhythm, even this week, even online. Lord, speak to all of our hearts on this idea of anxiety and how we can, how we can deal with it in a healthy way that is not only good for us, but honors you. And it's in the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. One of Jesus' most famous sermons is the Sermon on the Mount. It's found in Matthew chapter 6. So if you just take a moment right now, 
Uh, and, and find that in your Bible. Maybe you have a printed Bible nearby. Just grab that. Or if you have a, a phone or a device, you can start pulling up a Bible app on there. In fact, I'm going to pull up my Bible app that's right here on my device. And that's a great tool. Version is a great tool for you. It's got so many great ways to have Bible study and, and, and develop a rhythm and a habit in your life of, of Scripture and prayer. Uh, but we're going to be in Matthew chapter 6. Again, Jesus' most famous sermon. And we're going to come in right at a point where Jesus has already been talking about money and possessions and, and wealth and resources. And so from that background, now we get to verse 25 of Matthew chapter 6. And I want you to listen in closely and follow along on the scripture there in, in your own device or your Bible. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? I mean, consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of a field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown in the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O oh, you of little faith. Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after this, these things, and your, your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first his kingdom the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, one more time, right? Do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Anxiety, worry, we worry about these things. Here's Jesus talking to us uh, all these years later as we're reading and, 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 he, and he talks about anxiety as this, this thing that we're trying to control, what we eat and what we drink and what we'll wear. We, these are things that we think about every day, right? Many of us, even the sweatpants you chose to wear today. I don't know. But we, we worry about these things. And Jesus is, is kind of using those everyday items to tell us, you know, God sees all that and, and he cares. So you don't need to be worried. You don't need to have anxiety over that. Now, we have two words in English, worry and anxiety. In the Greek, it's just one word, merimnao. And that really means the idea of being troubled or concerned. So what is Jesus telling us in that, in that small passage we read? Well, how about this? He knows what tomorrow is going to bring, and he knows what we need today. And so he doesn't want us to worry ourselves over today. And really, worry can't fix anything. Did you catch that? He said, you know, if you worry really well, even if you're a really great worrier, you're not going to add one more hour to your lifespan. It's not, not really going to help us. And we know that here. But when it gets tough, it's hard here, right? And, and here's the deal. 
in, in that passage, we get God's heart revealed a little bit. Jesus is telling the crowd, and he's telling us now, that we are so much more valuable to him. We're so valuable. He cares so much that he's not going to let us slip away. He's not going to let us down. He wants, him, or he wants us to trust him daily for our needs. Those very practical things. He wants us to trust him because we are so valuable to him. And, and in the same Sermon on the Mount, Jesus will model a prayer. And, and in, that, in that model prayer, he talks about how, how we can address God. And it's interesting, in that prayer, and I'm pretty sure that you know it by heart, or at least some parts of it, and it, it's a prayer that I actually use every day to kind of end my time with the Lord. And it, see if you can remember it. Our Father, who is in heaven, praised be your name. May your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. And forgive our sins. We forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. And depending on how you grew up, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. You see, in that prayer, we get this term daily. And there's a sense that we trust God daily for, for, the, for the provision. How is your trust with God today? Do you trust God for the daily needs? Do you believe that God sees you so much more valuable that he would, never, he would never let you slip through the cracks, that he could see your need and he cares about it and he wants to meet your need? There's a song we used to sing, he's got the whole world in his hands. Do you believe that today? Where is your level of trust with the Lord today, even right now? We just finished a series called In Him So We, and in that series we learned that Literally, Jesus holds everything in his hands. He runs it all. So I bring back that question. How is your level of trust? That's how we put past anxiety in the past and move for a bright future. How is your trust in the Lord? That book that I mentioned by Max Lucado called Anxious for Nothing, as we've been going through the series, read that last year, and that book had a great uh, a statement, and I want to I quote that for you right now. It's this. Anxiety is a meteor shower of what-ifs being watched on the riverbank of if-only. Let, let me read that again. Anxiety is like this meteor shower of what-ifs being watched on a riverbank of if-only. You see, if we're stuck in that place, it's unhealthy. And what we... We can't really fix any of that anyway. And so what happens is we can get kind of bombarded and overwhelmed and almost paralyzed in, in this, this endless cycle of what ifs and if only. And God doesn't want us to live there. And if you're in Jesus Christ, you don't have to live there. Anxiety is not your master. Now, we learned already, anxiety in some forms we deal with all the time and some of it's good. I mean, yeah, it helps us accomplish deadlines. It can help us avoid danger. But when anxiety starts to build up, it brings us to an unhealthy spot, both physically, spiritually, and mentally. And if you're, if you're right now, as you're hearing this, I'm talking to you, maybe, maybe you're dealing with that, that overwhelming sense of anxiety you just can't get away from. It's, it's overwhelming you to the point where you know it's abnormal and it's going beyond normal anxiety. If that's you today, I encourage you to make sure you reach out to a healthcare professional, a doctor, and maybe get some help and, and talk to someone about that overwhelming, kind of in that 
abnormal range of anxiety. We want to make sure you do that. But, but for the rest of us that, that deal with anxiety all the time and, 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 and we know that we could worry a lot less than we do, here's something that I think will help us. When anxiety attacks, pray. And I found this cool prayer, and maybe you'll memorize this with me. It's from Psalm 95, verse 19. Listen to this. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. Let me say that again. When the cares of my heart are many, your, that is the Lord, your consolations cheer my soul. Maybe you can memorize that. I don't know if you've done memorization in a while, but we memorize all kinds of things. But I'm telling you, when we take Scripture and memorize it, put it into our hearts and minds, it not only helps us spiritually, but it helps us to mature in wisdom. And maybe that's it. Maybe you're feeling anxiety right now over what's, to, what's ahead with COVID-19. Every time we have those moments where anxiety attacks, pray, and maybe that's one of your prayers. When the cares of my heart, Lord, are many, Lord, your consolations they cheer my soul. Well, as we're ending this series, I just want to recap some, some very helpful tips that I think we've gotten already. And remember, we talked about Peter at the beginning. He gave us our kind of our theme verse, you know, cast all of our anxieties on him, the Lord, because he cares for us. He gave us that. But remember, he talked about in that passage in 1 Peter 5 about how when anxiety attacks, we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God for the Lord's provision and protection. And then we cast our anxieties on him like, like a fisherman would cast out nets, right? Peter taught us that, and that's really good advice. And in fact, I would, I would take it a step further. When anxiety attacks, we can cast all our cares on God specifically and immediately. Now let's talk about uh, what we learned from Paul. Remember, Paul in Philippians, we've, we've talked about him a little bit, but, but he also gave some pretty great advice. He told us to rejoice always, uh, rejoice all the time, and never drop our guard. We learned that, right? Never drop our guard. And it's the right hook of prayer and the left hook of praise. And that creates an environment in our hearts and minds and spiritually that we can keep ourselves filled with thinking about good things that are holy and just and pure. Puts us in a better light. And we learned also, remember that acronym that we stole from Max Lucado? It's the CALM acronym, C-A-L-M. C meaning celebrate God. A is asking the Lord's help. L is leaving our anxiety on Him. And M is meditating on everything that is good. So those are all great pieces of advice, and I hope, I hope that's been helpful. Look, anxiety threatens you and I. It threatens to steal our peace and to erode our trust in the Lord. That's what anxiety is trying to do here. And the enemy, Satan, is trying to prowl around like a lion to attack but anxiety and worry and Satan are no match for the power of Almighty God and the amazing indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. When you find yourself fretting and worrying about your future, I want to encourage you to do this. Turn to the Lord and fully trust Him and move forward. How do you and I put anxiety in the past and move toward a bright future? We trust God. We put anxiety in His hands and we move forward. See, with anxiety and fear, today you can tell a different story. Anxiety is not your master. Instead, by the power of Jesus Christ, you can master anxiety and turn it into an opportunity to trust the Lord even more deeply than you ever have before.
So some of you listening right now, you'd be like, well, Ben, I'm doing pretty good with anxiety. And if that's true, that's awesome. And if that's you, you know, you've been following Jesus for a while, you're a Christ follower, and you feel like you've got a pretty good handle on anxiety, for the most part, maybe not every day, but for the most part, here's your challenge. I would encourage you to consider being a, a non-anxious presence for someone else. Now, there's people with tons of anxiety and worry right now all around us. What if you and I could, could trust the Lord with our anxiety and then be a witness and a non-anxious presence for someone? Be a calming presence in the life of a family member, a neighbor, a friend, a coworker. So that's the challenge for you and I that, that maybe feel like we've, we've got a good handle on anxiety. Now I wanna pray here in a minute for all of us on this very important subject here. But if you've never made a decision to follow Jesus, you're listening to all this and you're like, I wanna be empowered to, to, to put anxiety in the past and have a bright future. If that's you, I wanna encourage you right now to take steps toward Jesus. Spend time in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, discover who Jesus is, and maybe you're ready today to make a decision, and we'd love to hear about it. The decision is very simple. You put your faith in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. You repent of your sin. That means you were going your way, but it wasn't working for you, and you've turned direction, and you start following Jesus. That's repentance. And then you confess before the world and before, before your family and before everybody that, hey, he is my Savior. Jesus is my Savior, and I need Him as my Savior and Lord. And then, and then you, you are baptized through Christian baptism. That means you're, you're buried to the old way of life and risen to new life and new creation, kind of like Jesus was dead, buried, and then raised to life. And then we begin walking. You begin walking as a Christ follower, walking in step and putting anxiety in the past. This could be yours today. If that is something that you're ready for, we'd love to hear about it. Let us know in the chat window or reaching out to us uh, through all the different channels, even our website, dallaschurch.org. We'd love to pray with you over that. But right now, let's all of us spend some time as we close in prayer. Father, we come before you. We thank you so much for your love and your faithfulness, your mercies that are new every morning. Lord, we are at a time that's unprecedented with this COVID-19 virus and many of us are feeling anxious about it. Lord, we're so thankful that you do care about our anxieties and we can cast them on you and we can begin to building our level of trust more and more because you know everything we need and you want to bring us that peace that goes beyond understanding. So Father, we call out for that and we're thankful that you answer prayer in accordance with your will. So we trust you because you're good today. And Lord, help us to put anxiety in the past for the bright future you called us to. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.